we had this meeting from SSAW, a team meeting, and you know me, Prince, just chilling, just vibing, when all of a sudden, Pierre from Ringside Mayhem decided to throw shots. Now, here's the thing. Is it my fault that his rockets are trash? Is it my fault that Jason Tatum decided to put hands on them boys from the South? And don't get me started on Lacite, the Senegalese individual who thinks that his jollof rice is superior when in all actuality we know we know whose jollof is the best omonaija and then we got the newcomer alex my fellow rams fan it's so great to have you on the team but at the end of the day you're new to this while i'm true to this so while y'all yap and talk all that hot mess y'all was talking in that zoom meeting that we had i just wanted to let y'all know that here at osa and abe we about that action and we'll be pulling up on you guys soon don't worry about that that being said ladies and gentlemen Tune in to this special episode where we talk all things sports per usual. Osa and I give our takes on the All-Star game. Uh, the dunk contest, the three-point contest, the skills challenge. We also decide to talk some football with that getting cashed out. As well as Abe, aka myself, falsely remembering that... Carson Wentz is with a certain team that he's absolutely not with. And then, uh, you know, we talk about Apollo Crews and the WWE, as well as, ladies and gentlemen, pancakes with cheese. Take a listen to find out what I mean. Omo Naija. Yo, what's going on, people? You know what time it is. Yeah. Time for your two favorite Naja men. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to another episode of the Osana podcast show situationship thingy. Presented to you <laughs> by SSAW. As always, I am one of your hosts, Osahan, here with my guy Abe. My man's how what's you up? doing? Oh man, you know how it is. Um a working man again. I, you saw the group chat how I said, like, look, I'm in bed by nine p.m. You feel me? Yo, that's that's it. <laughs> I'm I'm in I'm in bed. I'm comfy. I'm out. Because uh, I've been tracking. I've been tracking my sleep since uh since mid January, and uh, it, it was when I started tracking it. I started seeing how I was only averaging about four hours of sleep, um, uh, a day for about a week and a half and then uh by around late february i started averaging about seven and now that i'm working again i'm averaging about six and a half to seven which is good just only because i'm in bed by nine it's like look after nine do not disturb it's in god's hands. d and d it's above me now it's in the lord's hands do not disturb past 9 p.m exactly like <laughs> this is just how it is and it's funny because i've always had my phone set up for do not disturb starting at 9 p.m for like a year now but now it was perfectly making sense because there'd be times where yeah of course i'm up until midnight but you know since i got my phone on do not disturb in that three hour span that i'm up i may not know that you hit me up or you tried to call unless i'm looking at my phone but now it's like no nah, because i'm i'm dead asleep don't don't bother me 
My man said I'm dead asleep. I'm, I got the drool going. That's that good sleep. Y'all know that sleep. Especially since today I was doing some editing. Uh, I bought this this massage thing. Um, I forgot what they was call it. Was it a massage gun? Was it a massage gun? No, no. It's like you kind of drape it over yourself. Um, I forgot what it's called, but you can put it around your neck, you can put it around your back, you can of course put it on your stomach, and uh, it just massages you for fifteen minutes. You can do it for longer, but after fifteen minutes, if it's fifteen minutes straight, it automatically shuts off, so it doesn't um, overheat. Man, I was just. I had that drone running up, up and down my back all day today, just to, so I'm relaxed. I'm in a great mood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some good sleep tonight. That's for sure. Oh, you feeling real good? Speaking of sleep, um, let's talk about the All Star game. Um, I was definitely asleep for that, even though it was my day off. Bro, we said it last week. Not at all excited about it. There was no sort of anticipation. And it lived up to our low expectations. The dunk contest. Well, first of all, the skills challenge. Shout out to Demont Sabonis repping for uh for the for, for the big men doing it, winning the skills challenge. The uh I didn't watch that that two on two situation with what was it, two chains and Jack Harlow versus Quavo. I'm sorry, two chains and Lil Baby versus Jack Harlow and Quavo. I didn't watch that. Only yeah. thing I watched from that was to see what sneakers everybody was wearing. Little baby came out and then them 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 Jays. I was like, man, what are you doing out here? You little baby looked like that hooper at the park who uh you know doesn't normally get picked, but they always have on some fly gear. Bro, always color wristbands, headbands. Fashion. Exactly. The newest, the newest situation. You know, they look like they should be playing in the league right now, but they can't hoop a lick. That's what he looked like. Thoroughly but, uh, disgusted. Facts, and and thing was too because yeah, like you said, we discussed that this thing would be boring. When the TL, when Twitter is not really focused on it, you know it's a, it's it's an L. You know, because I had no idea who won the dunk contest. The way I found out was because a Fernie Simmons um, girlfriend posted a pic and her pic went viral because, you know, people on Twitter were being very cynical and rude and saying like, oh, you know, she's she's out there looking for the check. She knows she's about to get it. She struck payday. I'm like, how you get that from her saying, you know, I'm supporting my man. He, he won his first uh, award in the NBA. Like, how is that? How do we get from point A to point G? I don't I don't understand. We 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 have lost the fine art of believing the best in people. Absolutely. To believe the best yeah. in people is absolutely necessary. Otherwise, you get cynical and cynicism cynicism is a killer. Man. So, yeah, like you said, dunk contest Anthony uh Simmons the dunk that he did to win the contest. Well, let's go let's go back. Apparently, the judges we're drinking the same Kool-Aid that Dwayne Wade was drinking last year when he gave that nine to Aaron Gordon. Was the that fact that he brought out the best player on, he gave that nine during the dunk off. The fact that he gave the bet that Aaron Gordon brought out the best bench player on the Celtics and dunked over him. Still couldn't get a 10. <laughs> I'm was disgusted. that only just last year? That's crazy. That was only just last year. It feels like year. it was so long ago. Feels like it was ages ago. So that it does. That was weak. Uh, Anthony Simons, the dunk he did to win it all. He supposed he supposedly kissed the rim, but he didn't. Wait, I, did we have an All Star weekend last year? Wasn't didn't COVID shut that down? COVID was bef- was after All Star weekend. Mm. Yeah, because COVID hit, bro. Actually, actually. This weekend, this whole week is like the one year yeah, pandemiversary situation of like the world shutting down. So, well, at least it's happy ponder replay versary, you guys. Wow, you 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 wrong for that. So there was that, and then of course the, the game itself. Team LeBron won. Was it a match? Oh wait, backtrack, backtrack. We forgot about the three point contest. Three point contest. The TL did did talk on his three point contest. 
Stephen Wardell that Curry. Yeah. That guy. Steph he, you know, Steph. Steph gone Steph. That's 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 really of what course. it comes down to. Undeniable. Steph gone Steph. Then let now we can get to the actual game. Team LeBron wins. Bro. Steph and Dame were taking turns seeing who could nail a three from the farthest. And this dude, Dame, dang near hit a half-court shot to win the game. And made it look easy. I'm glad that they did that. Because, I mean, there's just there's just a lot of, there's levels to it, right? You know, they both rep Oakland. Except one reps it uh, biologically while the other one is transplant. Then, uh, just, they're both known for their just range in general. So for them to have fun like that, I do I do appreciate that. I do like that they got it. Well, let's have a little contest. Let's see who, let's see who got, who really got it. And with that, you know what's crazy? If you watch the replay of Dame hitting that shot, Steph Curry actually, the second Dame crosses half court, Steph Curry walks off the court with his hand held up, with the number one held up like they just won the game. Before Dame even took the shot, he knew Dame was gonna take the shot and he was gonna win it. That's that's different. Dang, that's that's a that different kind of range. Different. That's a <laughs> that's different that. kind of range. <laughs> that's that confidence, yo. You love it. You love it. I'm glad they have fun though. Um, I am, but too. I know the leading up to it. You know, James Harden said that he thought it felt forced. You know, there was a lot more criticism against it. Paul George spoke out on it too. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I, I feel it. I understand it. It does seem forced to have all these events. Well, first of all, you cut down on the events, and then you put the rest basically say like, "Hey, we're just going to run it and see what they put it." Like this is how it's going to be. And what was done? crazy was folks were folks were come, were bombarding the city of Atlanta like it was a regular All Star weekend, and we're just gonna come in. We we gonna get our tickets. Like Adam Silver had to put out multiple statements. The mayor of Atlanta, uh, Keisha Bottoms, had to put out multiple statements saying, do not come to the city. And still people came to the city by the hundreds of thousands and things like weird and crazy stuff was happening. And Man. everybody had go- that was that was actually the main focus of the TL during All Star Week. I'm already was the amount of Yeah, the amount of people apparently everybody was just sleeping in cars. Because they couldn't. Uh, Bro, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, folks were in their cars. And then the uh, the funny thing, I guess I shouldn't laugh because, you know, maybe they were serious. Maybe they're not. Maybe not be cynical. But the amount of people you go. who made GoFundMes uh, oh, yeah. requesting money yeah. to get out. If one of them was like, hey, I only came to Atlanta with 400 I thought that unemployment would have. Uh, see me through and i'm just like what type of lack of preparation and a nonsense safety plan is this like if you only got 400 to your name why are you going to atlanta why what are you doing Back your 400 <laughs> what did you did you think this the stimmy was gonna hit a little early oh shoot that was a risk <laughs> no name what the stimmy just started rolling it down like what's wrong with people so i i honestly don't really feel sympathy for there was no reason to go if there's not really gonna it's not gonna be popping like that i mean not yes we all. know the world is the country is opening up but yo that's those are first of all texas is fully open florida never really closed right. atlanta's been like in the middle but you know even now out here in california disneyland is set to open april yeah uh the 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 game plan is theme parks because in California here, we have uh, colored tiers to determine like where you're at. So the highest tier, which is like if you're in this tier, your your, your county is in the worst shape, is the purple tier. And then right right after that is the red tier. So uh, the state said uh, amusement parks and theme parks that are in counties that are in the red tier can begin to open um, starting in April. So Orange County. In there, so Disneyland, both Disneyland parks out here in Cali, you know, start doing their thing. But yeah, folks was really out there in Atlanta, like, like the world was completely normal. It was that was that was a sight to see. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, man. All Star Weekend, 
the the weekend that should have never been. Um, while we're while we're talking about the NBA, there's been uh th- this trend now is I feel I won't say reaching a fever pitch, but it's picking up some steam that I don't like. This trend of oh we're gonna sit this player until we figure out what we're doing with his contract until we get a trade suitor. I don't like it at all, Abe. Uh, the most recent casualty of this is one the Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, just this week, the San Antonio Spurs decided that, hey, until we figure out what we're doing with his contract, we're going to go ahead and sit him. Um, if you are a fan, if you play fantasy basketball, you've probably hit been hit hard by this decision. Now he joins, I think he's the fourth player. This is why I retired from fantasy after going through a COVID fantasy baseball and football season. <laughs> I was well, like, co- you COVID, know what? COVID helped me win yeah. basketball last year. But then check this out. So, like I just said, this dude Lamarcus Aldridge is, I think, the fourth player. So you Lamarcus Aldridge, um, Andre Drummond was another one, Blake Griffin was another one, um, and now PJ Tucker. Bro, I have I had Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin on the same fantasy team. I was hurt when I saw that. Yikes. Cut so this is just for fantasy heart. purposes. This is just for fantasy purposes. Because in my opinion, like I I it makes sense to sit him, you know? You don't want to risk any injury and mess up your whole deal. But for fantasy purposes, I could see oh. Could you imagine having like all four of them on your roll? Bro, that's cold <laughs> game. You got to drop somebody. There's not a you can't have enough yeah. injured reserve spots to make room for that. So no. you, we we see this trend. Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, I'm of the opinion that he should go back to Portland. What do you think, Abe? Yeah, go back home. I mean, I I don't recall if there was any bad blood for why he left, but we know that he really wanted to play in Texas and with Pop and. You know, now that basically the experiment is over, you know, things didn't shake out the way that he thought it would. But, yeah, go back home to Portland, you know. Go back to uh to where you started your – to where you had your best year. Why not? You're still old enough to where you can still be impactful. And the Portland team has a solid squad, especially with Melo. Yo, the fact that Melo may end the season as a top 10 scorer in the league of oh, all time it. on the scoring I list. I love it. I love it. If not, someone, season, someone, next season. someone call up uh, Daryl Morey and tell him he, him and his analytics uh, nerds mm. were wrong. No, nah, I don't like using the term nerds. His analytics junkies were wrong. All right. Melo still got it. Oh, you remember that he game still a couple got weeks ago? Where bro. Melo was just, he went, what, like 10 for 10? Just all swish. Yeah, Nothing but yeah, nut. Yeah, yeah. He was who? It was. Yeah, it was, was like, oh, that was scooping. that's when Hoodie Mellow came out. That was yeah. Hoodie Mellow. <laughs> yeah. The first appearance of Hoodie Mellow in an NBA game. That was what we yep. saw. Oh, it got it, it was it was lit. It was litty yeah. for sure. So you have him, you have so send Mellow back to Portland. Um Andre Drummond, where does he go? Definitely not Boston. He said but definitely see... not Boston. But I can see Boston making that move because at the end of the day, a big would be essential and can't really get picky. Although I love how Time Lord has been playing recently. Time Lord oh, yeah. has been yeah. really stout defensively, um, making some good plays. Even though we lost in the Nets, there was that one block he had against Joe Harris. You know, he came off the weak side and just hung with him and then blocked his layup attempt. I was like, this is this is becoming typical time lord he's going to get a yeah. those blocks he's athletic he's yep. long enough to do so um just a matter of i mean if if lamarcus doesn't go to portland maybe portland okay. looks at getting drummond you know like Ooh. let's say i i don't want lamarcus in boston either but let's say that boston goes for lamarcus portland goes for drummond low-key we also have is wait is Kevin Love Kevin Love is still available? Yeah, I think Kevin Love played tonight. As a matter of fact, okay, because I was like Kevin Love might be an option too for trade, if not for uh, 
He still needs to be free. They still need to free Kevin Love. They need to stop playing games with that man's emotions. It's funny though. Cleveland purposely got Andre Drummond. Now it's just like, yeah, we don't, we don't want you. What's going on there? It's sick. Dude. Wasn't Cleveland rolling at some point? Now they just came crashing back to reality. Is that what happened? Oh yeah, After they were all... looking good. They, I think they were like the sixth seed. They were looking real good. Weren't they known as they got a, they got a solid young like core. That? Yeah, they got a solid young core. They just got to figure. They just got to figure this thing out. Who else did we forget? Oh, and then of course Blake Griffin. He got traded to the Nets. Um, yeah, that one is a good move for for Brooklyn though. Because I will say this: like, of course Blake is not the Blake of old. Obviously, like we understand that he's not gonna be out there yamming on Paul Gasol every other game that he gets. Which was crazy because Paul Gasol was definitely his most dunked on person. Um, oh, for sure. It's like he had some sort of unspoken vendetta against. Yeah. Against Paul Gasol. Clippers versus Lakers. Blake was like, "I gotta dunk on Paul. That's the only only way that this ends up being satisfactory." But um, you know, even in his latter years in in L.A., Blake did a great job of adjusting his game to being more uh well-rounded you know that's when he started racking up triple doubles kind of crazy and so bro, it was getting real yeah and so now you know him in detroit like yes he hasn't been the same health wise for sure he's been broken down he's not a bad shooter though he's extended his range he can he's a threat you can, you have to take him seriously Loki. you can't just leave him leave him there um and again he's basically what the he actually is the fifth option of the starting five to be honest, because Joe Harris is above him when it comes to looking for guys to score. Oh, so that's, that's true. Yeah. No yeah. pressure. Yeah. Like, I think it goes, what I would say, KD, Harden, Kyrie, Kyrie Harris, Blake in the order, if that was the starting five, in the order of like scoring options. Yeah. I guess the top three are just interchangeable. Low key. You could say Joe Harris is interchangeable just for his three point shooting ability alone. So I Blake, dislike. Blake I I, I mean, we clearly see what the Nets are building up to. They want to win a title for sure. Who doesn't, right? Blake Griffin. I like all the things you just mentioned about the evolution of Blake Griffin's game because I feel like it's not talked about nearly enough. I think people are still stuck in this time warp of thinking that Blake Griffin is just a high flyer. And they forget Blake Griffin's game has really rounded out well. He is his game has matured well. That's that's the key. It's matured well, so he can distribute the ball. He can take you. He actually has a post game. Um, yeah, he's extended his range. So with what the Nets are working with right now, I feel like him and James Harden kind of bring something similar in that they don't have to be the number one option coming to the this this Nets team. They're okay with letting Kyrie and KD handle that load, and they'll just be the ones to distribute, to to you know get rebounds, do the whole nine. James Harden is looking like, bro. James Harden's out here looking like Russell Westbrook, like getting triple doubles in his sleep. Right, and you know I'm scared for to have a Blake Griffin to get in the post and just knowing that he is an adequate passer. And has good enough court vision to where it's like, hey, I'm not gonna take it myself. I'm gonna dish it out to one of them at the three point line, and it's just splash. Just, Man, it's crazy. Man, um, I mean, without without Blake, Harden, and Kate, Kyrie cooked us. Um, playoffs are gonna be interesting. Playoffs yep. are definitely gonna be interesting. Shot. Shout out to the Nets. Y'all still ain't beating the Lakers in the finals. Lakers in five. Um, <laughs> last, I would say, is P.J. Tucker. This one's kind of developed over the last, like, 24 hours, 24, 48 hours yeah. the time of this recording. P.J. Tucker, surprise. yeah, he's not happy with Steven Silas for whatever reason, and so he wants out of Houston. Um, it's just a matter of him going to a contender. So go ahead and slide him our way over um, in that purple and gold. Uh, we'll, we'll make that make sense. Um, are you shocked at this kind of blow up going on right now with PJ Tucker and, and the Rockets, Abe? I'm shocked at how it's going. Like, I, I 
low-key ever since Harden uh, was traded. We kind of expected Houston to go into, like, a kind of rebuild phase, you know? Like, why not? They can... P.J. Tucker's a valuable piece that they can move. But the way this is going about, I didn't think it would be... It would come to the point of, like, oh, there's bad blood where P.J. definitely wants out. Like, it's like, no, y'all need to get me the hell out of here. It's kind of just weird. Um, It speaks to, before we started recording, you mentioned how... You know, Silas seems to just be rubbing everybody the wrong way. And this is an example of that. That being said, P.J. Tucker, I mean, I know the Celtics need a big. And us going for P.J. Tucker, who is not a big, is defeating the purpose. But just the effort, He was for the Rockets last year. Yeah. And so, you know, it works. Plus, you know, he's always adequate at the corner. You know, that's that's his that's his bread and butter, the the corner the pocket three, the corner three. Um I mean I wouldn't mind him on the on the seas, you know, him and Time Lord, they're gonna be giving opposing teams fits defensively, even though we're still undersized. I mean, I guess I should focus on getting a center. I just don't want you know I mean I low-key don't want to see Aldridge either, but we might have to get one of them if Ainge decides to pull the trigger. I still don't understand why you guys need a center. All right. Um, we're just gonna move on to uh the just saying taco topic. fall. Um, yeah. And I, I we gotta throw this out here real quick. We didn't talk about this, Abe. This is I'm calling an audible right now and speaking of audibles. Dak, bro. Dak got paid. Oh, he got cashed out. You right. I forgot about that. Yeah, about time. Dak got paid. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. There are people, people who were who down talking, saying, well, Dak, Dak is coming off an injury. Dak isn't anything special. Statistically, Dak is a top five-ish quarterback year in and year yeah. out for the past few seasons. He was well on his way to having possibly an MVP season before he got hurt last year. And now, mind you, I'm by no means a Cowboy fan. I'm actually a Cowboy hater. But to see Dak get paid, the first thing I thought of when Dak got hurt was, oh, man, they did this dude grimy. He might not ever get that paper. So this was, I feel like this was a about time contract. That's what it was. And also, when you look at the way those Cowboys teams have been set up over the past few seasons with, you know, the master clapper himself, you realize a lot of it doesn't really fall on Dak's shoulders. Like Dak did oh, no. the best Mm-mm. that he did, bro. So I'm glad he got paid. I mean, you even look at last season when he was healthy. That defense was giving up anything and everything. Like, which helped, which was part of the reason why Dak's uh, um, stats were so well because he had to play from behind a lot. He had to score yeah. points. He had to put up points for them to even stand a chance. He was slinging that thing. That defense wasn't doing him any favors. So glad that they could cash him out. Now just fix up the team so you can cook. Because keep in mind, CD Lamb was was looking to have a great rookie campaign. Facts. He really was before Dak. Facts. Down. Because mind you, tough. at the time. It was Seedy who was shining more than Justin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Justin took off, but by this time, you know, Dak was hurt, and so Seedy just fell back because Andy Dalton wasn't, he wasn't like Andy Dalton's favorite target and whatnot. And it's just Man, did Andy Dalton point, even have a target? That's a, that's a great question. Um, and then, oh, man, we can't. Do we even speak on Zeke's? Who hasn't really been Zeke ever since he cashed? He got cashed out. That's a crazy facts, thing. facts. But he is, but I, he is a running back, so he doesn't really. Yeah. And and not saying like, oh, you know, I don't want the Texas people, the, the Cowboys fans, to be like, oh, so you you just gonna blame Zeke? Of course not. You know, as a Rams fan, same thing happened with Gurley. Gurley has not True. been the same since we paid. True. Him. And yeah. Now he's Atlanta's problem. You know, I love Gurley yep. stuff. I really do. Loved him when he was at Georgia, but it's just like, ah, I mean, 
now we got Cam Akers because we let Malcolm Brown walk. Uh, mm-hmm. walk let mm-hmm. him go. Yeah. And it's looking like we're going to get the keys to uh, Cam Akers, which I'm like, all right, cool. It's just so weird to me because Cam Akers, I felt like I've been hearing that name. He's been at FSU like forever. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. That's what it feels like. like. There forever. Yeah. So just hearing that, you know, when we drafted him last year, I was like, dang, he just, he's just out? You sure? Right. I could have okay. sworn I was just starting college when he was already in school. <laughs> right. Right. Like this this <laughs> man is the Benjamin Button of things. Right. But um Let, no, let's, yeah, let's, definitely happy for him. We'll we'll talk about two more quarterbacks real quick and then we'll switch gears. Uh news came out today that the Chiefs restructured Pat Mahomes' lifetime contract, basically, um, so that they would save on a potential they would save $17 million this upcoming offseason. Um, so ca- cash that or not, homeboy still. They're they planning something big, though. Well, something big. decent with $17 million is actually Yeah, let, but, let, yeah. Let needs to watch out. Folks need to watch they, out because they, they're coming. Because, they wait, coming. Hill, Hill is, is taken care of, right? Yeah. Kelsey should be taken care of. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, I think Kelsey's already taken care of as well. Yeah. So, so like, all right. Yeah, game on. Game right. on. The right, other quarterback. Don't, don't let us find out. Oh, yeah. Don't let us find out you bring it in an extra wide receiver like Bro. Alan Robinson. or yeah, No, Gallagher. Alan Robinson got franchised. Oh, they franchised him? Yeah, they franchised him. Oh. I All thought, right, I, yeah, I, th- I thought he was gone. I thought he was going to be gone. Well, Allen Robinson went from Lake Bortles to Mitch Trubisky, not to Carson Wentz. Good luck, man. Good but luck. time out. Uh, what if the Bears are making a run at Deshaun Watson? That's why they franchise tagged Allen Robinson. Because who, if Allen Robinson walks, what wide receiver? Are the Bears enticing Deshaun Watson with? None, but here's the thing, though. Wouldn't it seem stupid because they traded for Carson? Knowing Carson's sentiments about being back up to Jalen Hurts, and now if you make a run for Deshaun, you're basically saying, like, yeah, Carson, you're going to deal with that headache all over again? You're going to be like, hey, we decided to get you out of that situation. We know you are unhappy, so we're going to give you a chance. But really, we're going to put you back in the same situation. Just with a quarterback that most people can agree is definitely better. Like, it's it's not going to work. We could tell Carson doesn't like playing second fiddle. He doesn't like the idea of being benched, for sure. Whether he'll feel different because it's Deshaun Watson, who knows. But that just seems really counterintuitive by um the Bears to do that. Wait, did you say Carson Wentz? Deshaun. Yeah. Oh, bro, you mean Nick Foles. Oh, is, where's Carson at? Indy. Oh, he in Indy. Hey, I'm cutting out that whole audio. <laughs> it's all good. No, you mixed up people's quarterbacks. That's all. My man mixed up Because I'm like, why does he keep saying Carson Wentz? Carson is in Indy oh, right now. Oh, no. Yeah, no, Indy. Never mind them. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's all good. They can it's definitely good. make a run for Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Deshaun and Allen Robinson, that'll be a, a great duo. Don't do it, though, because I don't need that in my division. So, yeah. The last quarterback to talk about Cam Newton and the Patriots are running it back. Well deserved. Well deserved. Because, you know, when we first found out that he was going there, we had high expectations. We low-key thought like, okay, you know, the Bills don't have this division unlocked, which they ended up having the division unlocked easily. Yeah. Um, given the opt-outs and whatnot. But I still believe that Cam with New England can work really well. I, I genuinely believe that. It's just, you know, it was an adjustment period. They had a lot of youngins stepping up and playing, so things weren't meshing well. COVID protocol, I mean, Cam was out for two weeks because of COVID protocol, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's just not the best situation in terms of like, hey, 
especially given that Tom Brady just left and apparently all attention, well, not apparently, but definitely all attention was on Bill in New England. You're like, okay, no Tom, what are y'all made of? Meanwhile, Tom wins the Super Bowl, so everybody's like, ah, so it was Tom that made New England, not the other way around. And I oh, sincerely wow. believe it was both. It was just a combination of both. Not one or the other can't do it by themselves. Right. I, I still give I give Belichick slight slightly more credit if if we're it's not fifty fifty, I think it's like sixty forty because the system that Belichick set up, especially on the offensive end, the offensive scheme, is what Bruce Arians adopted for Tom Brady. So it's not like Tom Brady had to walk in and learn a whole new scheme. I think Cam Newton is going to be, and I think the Patriots, I think for sure they're going to be a wild card team this upcoming season, as long as everyone stays healthy. Because the thing people keep forgetting, and this is why I think the argument this past season about who needed who more, Brady needing uh, Belichick or Belichick needing Brady, is a moot point because the one thing about a Bill Belichick team that people don't talk about is those teams are built on defense. Tom Brady's not coming out just slinging the, the, the rock all day. Those teams are built on defense, and they tend to have a pretty decent uh, running backs to help run off the clock, and Tom is pretty much mistake-free. So Wow, we- look at that. That You are dis- describing the Super Bowl champion winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Crazy, right? Crazy. <laughs> they set up an identical. That's all they did. That's all they did was just set up an identical scheme to what Tom was used to. So it exactly. it's the equivalent of you saying, I'm going to move. And you decide to take your entire home, put it on wheels, and just take it to wherever you're going to. You're not moving to a new home. You're just moving the location. Yeah. But not that. Yeah. That's all it was. So Put myself in a low key similar environment. That's <laughs> like it. what? That's it. Like it's it's nothing. It's not really anything uncomfortable. The only the only difference is Tom Tom is in Tampa, so you got that sunshine. The Patriots were missing. I think they had six players opt out last year due to COVID uh, concerns, and I think all of them were defensive Gilmore? players. Gilmore. Um, was it both McCourty twins or just one? I think both. Um, Patrick both? Chung. Yeah, I mean, um, right there, those four names alone. It's just the whole secondary. This the whole secondary is gone. <laughs> Mind you, S- Stephen Gilmore was wasn't he um just the uh, uh, defensive player of the year? All pro, all pro, yeah, all pro disposition. Yeah. yeah, it's just like all right, you guys get rid of pro pl- caliber players like just those four names alone. Yeah, I'm expecting a drop off on that defensive side of the ball for sure. And then knowing they weren't the only ones, it was more. Yeah, no. it was a rough year for the Patriots, but they'll bounce back. Oh, they'll bounce back. I really believe they'll be a wild card team. And depending on what other moves they make this offseason, I do believe that they can challenge the Bills in that division. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Call, call well, me crazy, but I believe they can thing. do it. Real quick, um, what do you think the Bills need to do to – to maintain their hold on the division oh great question they at maturity is an issue so that's they're one step closer to that i think on the defensive end of things uh maybe adding another piece or two i think potentially uh especially to their linebacking core mm-hmm. but i i i feel like it's just a, a a case of maturity josh allen is ascending and will continue to stefan diggs is stefan diggs um Who's their tight end? Oh, well. Get those dudes a tight end. And they need to figure out what's up with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Yeah, yeah, yo. For real. Work that thing out. They need to make that up. They need to do something about that. You know? Come to a decision. Because for fantasy purposes, I have Bro. Man. We had high hopes on Zach Moss. Oh. The Bills I'm said, sick. psych? Disgusted. Absolutely disgusted. Well, I do have a question to ask you since we're switching gears, but I meant to ask you last week. So um, a couple of my friends in the um, anime community, um, one of them, shout out to you, Vash, uh, likes to eat his pancakes with cheese on it. But here's the thing. It's um, 
a slice of craft singles. <laughs> What's your take on that? <laughs> like you really your just upset me. me. Like you really upset me right me. now, bro. Like you, oh, you just no. I don't know why you do this to me. A I slice of craft cheese? A yeah. slice of craft cheese. You because craft cheese isn't real cheese. Craft cheese is fancy government cheese. That's all it is. It's plastic. You might as Bro. well put plastic wrap on it. Like, does he just put it on the pancake? Does he melt it? Yeah. No, it just after no. no, 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 no. Does he put syrup on afterward? Oh, he might. He might. He might? I'm disgusted. I don't. It's just like that 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 videos floating around of folks eating hot Cheetos with milk, like it's cereal. What? You haven't seen that? I don't need that in my life. I'm cool. Well, I don't need that energy you just threw at me with that <laughs> pancake and craft singles, man. So. All right, all right. Yeah. I'll switch again. I'll switch again again. Uh, well, you saw you saw earlier this week. I uh, dropped. Uh, I basically had a photo shoot. Man, <laughs> this man thought he was Nigel's next top model. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tyrod. Uh, yeah, real talk though. I was, I was feeling myself. I, I love those picks, and I love shout out to Chop Dillies. I just the lot more. I, I love them. Man, Cuzzo's doing it, bro. Yeah, that that crew deck is so comfy too. It really is comfy. It was just a whole vibe, so I was happy for that, and just just a little teaser of um of what we're gonna be dropping in a few months. How many months away are we? We're about seven months away. Seven months, seven away. months man. We we seven ish months away from the the grand the grand opening. Yeah, so you know, um, it was definitely fun. So to like I said, to head over to my IG. You know, at Nija, N-A-I-J-A dot U-S-A underscore made, M-A-D-E. Um, go peep that, you know. I decided now, at the start of the week, I was like, you know what? I'm going to definitely work on, on my personal brand. I'm going <laughs> I never thought I would. man said the personal brand. Oh, so we no longer a tag team. You going solo on me? Is that what you do? No, no, no. I ain't say that. I ain't no, say that. No, 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 I <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not saying that. Oh, uh, man. But, you know, I'm trying to just, uh, just get out there and, and seek opportunities for, for us, for our brand. Um, definitely for all the other projects we do. I mean, I said, I, I'm um, doing this for us. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not about to. You funny. The team. Nah, you funny for that. Bug it. <laughs> Watch it but, too yeah, no. what it is. Oh, oh, yeah, as long as. All right, I know we weren't really going to touch on it, but I do want to say this real quick. Apollo Cruz, bro. I know you're Nigerian, but you should have told Vince and them there was no reason for you to walk out with a spear. Bro. Like, it really wasn't. If, if it was me, and I told you this uh, a couple of days ago, Osa, if it was me, either I'm, I'm, yo. You saw how it was for my mom's birthday party in 2018. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing that with the beads. That's like, I'm coming out different color every time I come out for my interview, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. But if I don't do that, I'm definitely going to tap into to our Yoruba spirituality. You know, I'm going I'm going to channel my inner Orisha, probably Ishu, the trickster, and, and come out like that. But what Apollo okay. was okay. doing just... Bro, week one... Cause that so it was two weeks. It's been two weeks he's been doing this whole get up, and I haven't watched SmackDown tonight to see what week three looks like. I'll watch it after we finish this episode. Week one, he came out with the green, white, and green scarf. Cool. Like, all right, you paying you paying homage. I know like Kofi Kingston, I think they did it well with Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston played this, you know, Jamaican character for so long, even though he was from Ghana. And so I think the WWE did it well. They had, you know, Kofi went on a trip Bro. to Ghana. He was celebrated. What? 
they really did have Kofi like pretend yeah. like full on Jamaican. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And I was like, wait, he's Ghanaian. I'm like, wait, hold on. Man, yeah, I they really did that. that man was Jamaican. Oh, yep. you know what? That kind of just irks me. Yeah, they 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 so so after he made his little trip to Ghana. They did like a, a low-key documentary about it. And so he's been a little more out about his Ghanaian roots now. But this with Apollo Crews, week one had the little green, white, and green scarf. I was like, all right, all right, cool. But week two? Week two is what I sent you. That YouTube clip I sent you. Bro, had this man march. It's 2020, 2021. You out here with a with, with a, a spear, a, a little, it looked like, the, the the spear from the 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 Halloween costume for the uh for for uh for the Dora Melage for 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 Black Panthers bodyguards you know personal bodyguards that's what that spear looked like like he got that at Party City then this man had had the I don't know the militia behind him he looked like a he looked like an African dictator and then here's the kicker is that accent listen Abe. I'm taking off my glasses for this, okay? You hearing stuff fall in the yo, background. I'm oh frustrated, my bro. Yo, I'm hot yo, right now. Yo, yo, y'all can't see it, but yeah, he upset. <laughs> that was I'm a crash of several items off the desk. He just I'm said, stressed, bro. bro. These dudes. We 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 do our little accent thing from time to time on this program. This but we're Apollo Crews was born in the United States. He was not born in Nigeria. So why y'all got this man doing this fake accent? It sounds so forced. It sounds terrible. Uh, Abe. Uh, gotta say no. Don't get me wrong. Apollo Crews was a boring. His character before was boring. They try to have him turn heel. If you don't know uh, wrestling terminology. Heel is like a bad guy character. So they had him try to turn heel and, and and all that jazz. But, bro, when they had this man come out the way that he did last week, drop the accent. You can wear the little scarf, rep your roots, but we don't need we don't need all them extras. We don't need. Wait, wait, how was the accent? Because bro. I told you when you sent me that clip, I I legit just turned it off before he spoke. Bro. I was already fed up. You know what it was? Up. I was I was I was like half fascinated as I was watching the whole situation go down. I see him marching out with the uh with with the um the uh the militia, and then bro, this man opened his mouth, and I immediately immediately turned off the television immediately there was no hesitation there was no second thoughts i turned off that television with a quickness as a matter of fact let me see if i could find the clip i was so disgusted I don't blame you, at all. you i don't blame you you had me dead when you said bro i immediately cut this thing off that dog i was looked at the clip you sent me it was one minute 15 i said i'm good i'm done <laughs> he was already inside the rig he picked up the bike and i was like i'm i'm cool i'm cool I'm, i've had it bro I've it was bad it like they tried to remix his 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 ring entrance. Like it was just it was, it was bad. Let me see, let me, let me see if I can find this clip. Like I, Abe. I, okay, I'll ask you this. Let me just gonna ask you this. What did that make you think of the WWE when you saw that? Pandering. Just just unnecessary pandering. I mean, it's like, I feel like Vince and them is just seeing what's going on at the UFC and said, hey, we can do that with Usman and Adesanya, which, you know, heartbreak that Adesanya lost. Ah, oh, bro. I watched that match, too. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Prepare to be, prepare to be frustrated. That's enough. He said, that's enough. Say no mas. I thought, oh my goodness. Can I even say this legally? I thought that was a, uh. <laughs> oh 
Oh no, I'm not gonna say it. Oh no. I I just knew that wasn't an actual um African Bro, it was straight trash bag. Connected. You know, that man that, that was terrible. Some Yahoo in the it comments was... section said, I like this. This is like a killmonger gimmick. It gives him proper personality. No. Listen. Why the sudden change? They're saying that's not the Apollo Crews that we know. Okay, so that's week one. We'll he sounds honest. he sounds normal, right? I don't know anything about me. Mm -hmm. You see, for far too long I've been nice. For far too long I've been humble. I've been. You sound normal. I'm cool with that. Okay, we're cool with that. But. What happened the following week? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to understand why they decided in the span of a week to take this man from I'm just repping my roots to a full on like you really out here with this. Lord. Here we go. Like the new Apollo. <laughs> The good news is that this is not the new Apollo. This is the real Apollo. This is who I am. This is how I talk. I am a descendant of Nigerian royalty. I am a real African American. What is a real African American? Abe. How do you, uh, how do you wait? How do you say you're descendant of Nigerian royalty? Like you're real Nigerian, but you're also a real African American. That. You know what? I'm not even trying to get into that topic. That's hey, we're not even going to get into that. Let yeah, let's, I'm going to leave that alone. That's, ugh. Yes, I, I see why he's boring. Uh, <laughs> Rob tweeted, he's like, yo, this might be your new fave superstar. And I was like, oh, where? When he told me a couple weeks back, he's like, yeah. And I'm like, "Death." I'm like, he's like, but he is a little boring. I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to change. No way you have someone channeling into their Nigerian roots and they're boring. No way. Our people are a proud people. We're extra. We're dramatic. Have you seen Nollywood films? If Bro. you have not seen Nollywood films, go do it right now. Actually, I'm hearing a lot of people with Roku's and whatnot are a lot of, especially in Texas, a lot of people are watching a lot of Nollywood uh, dramas and whatnot. Yeah. Go watch those and just see how dramatic we are. And then go listen or put yourself through the torture of watching Apollo Crews these past two weeks and realize how on Nigerian you've been. Bro, also, I think YouTube has, has some Nollywood films. I'm not YouTube. Netflix has some Nollywood films on there as well. Oh, yes. Because. Netflix, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But, but like Abe said, folks, go ahead. Go watch those films. Then, then go back and watch. I'm just saying, Abe, why the accent? If he had done it from week one, when he made the little switch up in character, cool. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I am a real African American. This is how I talk. No, that's not how you talk. We've heard you talk for for however long you've been in the WWE. I'm disgusted. <laughs> I'm thoroughly disgusted, Abe. Like I'm <sighs> so disappointed, yo. So disappointed. Oh. This is what but, we're doing. No, unfortunately. Okay. We might have to but we I'm, might have to pop up on Ringside Mayhem just to go off on this one time. Shout hey, out to the crew hey, over there. They did yo, they did do a good oh break, breakdown goodness. on this. But I low key want to pop up on Ringside Mayhem and give my two night up on this one. First of all, y'all need to anybody listening right now, y'all need to go listen to Ringside Facts. Mayhem because their most recent episode. Rose was hilarious. Rose was killing. She had me wheezing. Oh Yo. my goodness. We we Yo. stand what they got going on over there. Shout out to Ringside. Facts. Mayhem. Shout out to the Ringside Mayhem family. Yeah. Yeah. Abe, any other so, egregious shenanigans you want to talk about before we, we call this a wrap? Real quick. Um <laughs> Papa John's and his uh, <laughs> <laughs> his his 
concentration. Can I even say that word? I can't say that word. I probably shouldn't say that phrase. Um, and his boot camp of uh not saying the n word has me confused Bro. because like y'all y'all had everybody I confused. I, I, I have used such language. I mean, not the er for sure, but I have definitely no hard er without saying it. Yeah. So the fact that this man is on national television or whatever he was on with this interview had He was the on the OAN network. <laughs> he he had the unmitigated gall to say, like, yeah, you know, I've been putting myself through really some some real training to make sure I don't say the N-word, that it's removed from my vocabulary the past what, almost two years? Come on, y'all. What type yeah, of my not, man said, nah, y'all? Because he he was talking about rehabilitating his image. First, he was saying that the whole thing that went down with him, like it felt like a setup, and folks were trying to mischaracterize him. So I'm at this point, I'm like, oh, you're sticking to your guns that you didn't say anything in the first place, or folks were just digging up, doing what at times you know when cancel culture is at its ugliest, people do, and that's they dig up stuff from old fossils that that do not resemble the person you currently are and they throw it in your mm -hmm. face and you, you get put on you know you get hung in the court of public opinion but then he says you know for the past you know I've, I've been doing some hard work to rehabilitate my image like for you know i've been trying for the past 20 20 months to remove the n-word to remove that word from my my lexicon for my vocabulary Abe. Abe. <laughs> the amount of memes that I saw flying on social media over that joint. <laughs> the, the who's in Paris? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yo, I love and hate Twitter so much. Yo. Oh, my goodness. Facts. They... Social media is a blessing and a curse. Undefeated, bro. Was, the internet's undefeated. I was beside myself. I was truly bro. beside myself. I couldn't believe it. It was wild. They really, they really sat there and said, "Hey, who's in Paris?" You know why it's taking him twenty months, right? Why? Because he's good until he turns on the TV and says a Papa John's commercial with Shaq doing the promo. Oh, is that I have not seen the Papa John's commercial. Because you know, Sha Shaq is now on the board of Papa John's. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So Shaq, Shaq has been ever since that whole situation went down. Like Shaq, Shaq has kind of been like pushed to the forefront a little bit to show like this is not what Papa John's is all about. They even made a a, a pizza. I think it was like the big Shaq pepperoni or the big pepperoni or whatever, um, and proceeds from that went to some sort of charitable organization yeah so Shaq has been in there so i'm sure you know it's, it's making life a little difficult difficult for og papa john side note papa john's pizza was always blah to me anyways but that's another story it was um i only consumed it in college because they gave us 25 percent discount no, <laughs> and they this, were the closest they were the closest pizza spot to us there it is <laughs> You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, twenty months. That might have to be this this the title of this episode. Twenty months. Uh, you fill in the blank. Um, <laughs> in twenty months, <laughs> who will be in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be in Paris in twenty months? I shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, we'll see what my mood is like. We'll see. We might we might think better of it later, but for now, that's what we're saying on this episode. Oh, but y'all oh, that wraps up oh. another um episode. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Um, y'all oh, listening. Sure. Share this. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a rating. Um, we love y'all. Seriously. We we appreciate all of y'all. And uh yeah, twenty months, don't do fake accents. And oh, that's the third one. I almost forgot. And hey, y'all, give people a chance. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Oh. Don't be so cynical. 
Cynicism kills. Leave the future misses of Bernie Simmons alone. Yeah! Let her celebrate her man's slam dunk victory. Y'all haters. Celebrate. Celebrate people. So sell like the prophet Rick James said, as dramatized by David Chappelle. It's a celebration. And we out.